from the F3 Nation podcast studios. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the COT Podcast. Connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith. I'm Sean McKinley, 40 Denali. Package. Trip plan, 30. Bogey. Bogey. 46, turnpike. Turnpike. COT Podcast starts right now. Shut up and sit down. Hey, buddy. Hola. <laughs> Man, hello. What is up, F3 Nation? Two handsome dudes coming through your earbuds so or speakers or wherever you're listening to us. I wish they could see us. We're so handsome. Blue polo. couple uh, guys Tuesday. in polo shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are, F3 Nation. Your boy, Hello Kitty, checking in for another episode of the Circle of Trust podcast that voice that you have come to know and love is none other than jamie vance roseboro better known in the f3 gloom as rapido hey bud good afternoon my friend how are you it's it's becoming a tuesday tradition when we record this where we say something to the effect of haven't seen you in but a, a mere hours. couple hours that's couple right hours but doing well man i'm having i'm having a real blessing of a day here let me tell you about what part of what my day was i like to hear about people having blessed days because they can yes, be sir. few and far between in yes, some sir. times. And so hit me with what you've got going on. First of all, cuteness alert at my house this morning, I'm packing up the gear bag to take to a quick video shoot at a school that I'm going to go tour as part of the mammon work. That's part of the mm-hmm. blessings of the day. But yep. as I'm packing up the gear bag, my five-year-old says, good luck on your walk. So <laughs> she associated the full backpack that I was preparing oh. for a ruck. So she was saying, you know, good luck, have a great ruck. And I said, no, babe, I'm just loading up the gear bag to, you know, go do a video uh, record, but so cute, right? I love it. Yeah. Uh, My 2.1 Baird, who's almost four, a lot of things when I'm out of the house are F3 related. Oh yeah. And so the rucking is one thing, right? But um he's you know his vocabulary is seemingly expanding every day yeah, yeah, yeah. at this age right and one of his things right now is he's always saying with your f3 buddies <laughs> with your f3 buddies <laughs> where are you going over there with your f3 buddies <laughs> so good uh, there's a yeah, time so where bill you um, on that cc wouldn't say have a good workout she say have a good run out so she'd call it a run out oh i like that and then now the the backpack uh being associated with a ruck i said okay that's pretty cool i thought that was cute Mm-hmm. pretty fun uh then got to hit the road went over to goldsboro north carolina your boy's hometown that's right and uh oh man just a great blessings moment uh was shooting a video doing a school profile piece at a school and they only serve kids with autism and man i went outside to get some video and this young man waylon came up to me said would you take a walk with me i said sure bud of course said, you hold my hand i was like sure bud <laughs> and i was happy like got a little choked up we took a walk and man got to spend some time with those great kids and see that school in action so that was really pretty neat and that's coming off of spending most of the weekend with my shield lock buddies up at smith mountain lake and just having some time to lock in with those guys and and uh just enjoy that fellowship so man things are good but first of all anybody named waylon yes is a 
uh, you know, a premier numero I've, uno I've, in Rapido's book. Waylon Jennings. I did ask him. Don't worry. I did ask him if he was. It's okay. It's okay. Waylon, it, it, it carries a certain weight. Obviously. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Uh, that's awesome. And good on you for, for that. That's, that's awesome. I can't wait to see that video piece for your mammon oh, yeah. once that gets, uh, yeah. that gets done. And two, quickly, let me in on a little bit of, you know, sort of, I've not done a, uh, an excursion, a sure, week, a, a weekend away, away, a getaway, sure. a guy's getaway with the, with the shield lock. We have talked about it, but calendars can be a challenge as you and everybody else well knows what, um, well, it wasn't was a that guy's like? afternoon in, I'll tell you that much, <laughs> but it was so, you know, but we, I'd be curious to know, like, you know, you're, you're outside yeah. of your normal environment. Sure. You're not in the gloom. You're not sure. in somebody's house. That's familiar. Sure. So what's, sure. uh, give me yeah, the quick which, rundown. Which is where these, you know, meetups usually go down. Right. Or you know, your local water and hole or whatever. Right. You might remember the first iteration of our shield lock was me, Liverpool, Pet Sounds and Chinese downhill when he was living here. And then he done moved off to the coast and we lost him. Right. And so we, within the last man, three or four months, uh, recruited in a new fourth, uh, goes by the name of prodigal hard charging him accelerating first step yep. across the board in this shield lock. And, and so, so it sort of aligned a little bit with that. And just, we're like, we, we got, we got resources. We're very blessed to have resources around us and places to go. And we've been meaning to just sort of get away. If even for a quick mm -hmm. weekend, uh, just to kind of get away, just the four of us talk about similar things that we talk about, but also just kind of hang out a little bit and just hang out and, have a good time. And so we've got a guy who's got a house up at Smith Mountain Lake up in Virginia. Those guys headed up on Friday afternoon. I had a soccer game for the little Deacons 7 on Saturday morning. So we played the soccer game, won the soccer game 5-4. I was going to say, and, coach's commitment. You know, and then got in the car and headed up and met those guys for the afternoon on Saturday in the evening. And so, man, we we hit the lake. We uh, we took the boat out. I, I attempted to water ski a little bit and attempted to wake up. telling you, man. We talked about that like this morning. I was in a car accident Monday morning after doing it. <laughs> Full, full body flex yeah. is water sports like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little hurting. And, uh, man, you know, we, we, uh, we ate some steaks and, you know, again, if you're into these sort of things, you know, we, we, uh, we drank some good drinks and we just sort of enjoyed each other's company, man. It was really nice to, to do it and, and do something like that. Do you solve any world challenges, grand yeah. challenges? I mean, we, we ticked a few things off. Well, that's good. The, another great moment from that is, uh, my wife texted me a picture of just the girls eating a uh, popsicle at a swimming pool. And I knew exactly where they were. She didn't even say anything. She just texted me the picture. And I immediately <laughs> texted you and says, my family with you question mark. And you said, yep, the perimeter is secure. And that's all you said back, which I thought was great. I knew that was all you needed to know all that the perimeter was secured. Sheepdog was secured. Right. Oh yeah. When yeah. feelers are out. Yes, sir. And by the way, as we're talking pools and everybody's pools coming open, guys, I don't know about your pools in your towns and in your neighborhoods. Uh, sad clown city. So oh, let's baby. get to EH. And yes, I mean, let's it's a target rich environment, as some might say. Mm -hmm. Pop so. your shirt off. Let them see how good you look. Well, I'd hang by the <laughs> hang by the deep end and put out the vibe. No, I love it, man. You're 100 percent right. Think about all the places you go, all the social scenarios you get into. But with those pools opening up. If that's a thing that is in uh, in your repertoire, then yeah, man, tell all of them. All right, let's get right into it, dude. We got T Claps, him doing him stuff. We got calls to get to, potential of a live caller. Uh, we're gonna see if that pans out. But let me read this one first because it actually has a little bit of something to do with this back and forth that you and I do here at the beginning. This banter that banter. I like to call it. Here's a note we got. It says, "Hey, kidding, Rapido. This is Crack from F3 Wheaton." As I was listening to last Thursday's roundtable podcast and Slaughter's pointers on EHing, I thought this was appropriate. I want to give T claps out there to the him here in Wheaton. 
I know we're not a massive region that our neighbors in the South, which is sort of the Naperville areas, but we've got something going on here. Due in part to an FNG Cotter challenge put out by our leadership team, we're seeing a whole bunch of new faces. This morning, they had 28 packs post to the AO Mastodon, which is record attendance for that AO. And so he said, well done, man. He said, thanks to us for all the work we do on COT. And I look forward to your weekly banter. So if anything, cracks into it. Yes. Appreciate the note crack and good on you Wheaton and the rest of the packs up there for hard charging on a, on a uh, FNG Cotter challenge. I've heard of those before and those Mm -hmm. are typically, and it got me thinking too a little bit that we sort of sit in a very cool primed position as things are opening, as guys are getting out in the gloom more and more consistently as the weather is turning for a lot of folks. Now is the time to talk to that neighbor, talk to that coworker, Mm -hmm. talk to that guy at the pool, um, anybody that's been on the fence before and, and start, start pulling those guys into yep. the gloom because they need it as you all well remember know. this one, text me your number, text me your address or send me your contact card, which is the best if their address is in there. And then all you do is you tell them I'm coming to your house on mm-hmm. Wednesday at five 15. Don't make me wait in the driveway <laughs> and just get going. Yeah. I get love going it. Going from there. All right. We got some great calls to get to. Let's go to race city first. I know you're going to be hot on this one. It's mailman talking about the upcoming brew ruck. That's all right. Oh yeah. Oh, that's exactly right. All right. Let's talk to mailman. He's talking brew ruck and F3 race city. Hey, F3 nation. It's mailman from F3 race city out here in Mooresville, North Carolina. We're having our very first event as a region on June 12th. The event is our brew ruck. We'll cover about four miles, hit three breweries along the way, and have a food truck at the end. The brewery we start and finish the event at is owned by one of our own Race City Packs. We'll be filling our rocks with canned goods to benefit Feed NC. Feed NC is a local nonprofit food pantry that prepares over 150 meals a day for those in our need right here in our community. The event starts at 1 o'clock, $45 gets you a custom patch, a T-shirt designed by our very own chief, and three brews from the three breweries. We're teaming up with Sia Lake Norman, and the event is dog and 2.0 friendly. Link will be posted in the nation's channels. Find me, Mailman, on Slack or send us an email at f3racecity at gmail.com. Again, it's f3racecity at gmail.com. Help raise the profile of our region and community, as well as help out Feed NC. And as always, the more shovel flags, the better. I was just doing the math. I'm like, that's a pretty good deal. Dude, three three brews, a patch, and a shirt. Oh, yep. yeah. That's yep. legit. And some, and some good things going to a good cause. Mm-hmm. And the logo's, I, I, the logo's, logo's great. great. I love the logo. And I like I like this idea that, that guys are doing in, in Ruck uh, community and Ruck culture building and a lot of the AOs and supporting food pantries and supporting some of these um, – you know, place at the table, like place at the table type places mm-hmm. where you go and get yourself a meal and, and pay what you can if you can. Um, that's a great, great thing for us to do. We support a local food pantry here with our region, collecting food from a couple of grocery stores, a couple of coffee shops. It's a good place to put your logo on, talk to people up that are putting food in those bins. It's it's a fantastic thing all around. So good yeah. on you. Yeah, Race totally City. agree. Totally agree. Big fan of it. All right, let's go out to the Midwest. Uh, we got Sparty checking in from Omaha, and he's got a regional tea clap for his men out that way. So we're heading to Omaha. Hello, Kitty and Rapido. Sparty here from F3 Omaha checking in. Wanted to share with the listeners how we are making an impact here in our community in Omaha. 
We're less than three weeks away from our Brick Builder, a foundation for young men, which is our CSOP-style event, which we'll be hosting on June 12th. The PACs are encouraged to build teams to come out to this event uh, with their M's, 2.0s, friends, neighbors, uh, guys at any agent. It's an opportunity for them to come out and experience uh, what F3 is all about. We are partnering with local companies to help raise money, and all proceeds from this event uh, will be awarded to a uh, scholarship for two young men uh, that we have chosen uh, for the next four years, as well as we'll be providing mentorship along the way for them. If you want to know more about this, check us out on Twitter at F3 Brick Builder or go to our website at F3Omaha.com. Find the foundation tab, click check on that, and you'll be able to come out to Omaha and do the event. You could sign up right there. You can volunteer if you would like, or you can simply make a donation. Uh, we're doing big things here. Super excited about this opportunity. Um, and we'll check back in, in in about three weeks and let you guys know how it goes. Sparty, I'm out. Sparty's out. Appreciate you, man. Great update there as well. Big things happening across all of this stuff, man. Good things. I'm loving every second of it. Here's a Good great job, note Omaha. we got from our boy Shortstop at Kinston. I know you love mm-hmm. love you some Shortstop. He's a big he's a big bold huggable teddy bear. That one yes, right he there. Is. He's a blue platoon man. And he's a blue platoon man. He was the guy who. <laughs> I almost said sacked up on the air. Then I decided not to. And then I said it anyway. So yeah. I came and did that. I think that's not inappropriate. Up. You think it's okay? I, I think, think it's our fine. audience. It's okay. I he sent too. us this note said, boys, as Slaughter always says, we are giving this thing away in Kinston. We started our 19th AO. Remember, these guys are just a year into this thing over there. Start yeah. our 19th AO this evening for respect men and gents who need low impact workouts. I love it. We started F3 Kinston in August 2020. We had 27 men show up this evening, nine FNGs, fantastic. 14 men over the age of 50, including his father, who is 73, Revere. And their first pack, they had their first packs in the 80s, who is Warden. He's 81 years old. I don't even know what we say to that. What are we doing for the octogenarian crowd? <laughs> I think we just bow or t- take a knee or something. I don't know, man. That's yeah, incredible. Something. He said, way to lead uh, to uh, SOL, Stuart Stroud, welcome Warden, Jarhead, Big Bird, Backboard, Bogey, Air Guitar. I like the sound of that one. Mm-hmm. Coach Nemo and Cannonball to F3 Nation. And then he signed off with 250,000 guys in 2025. That's how we are going to get there and do that. So appreciate that update. Short. So, the, yeah, the boys in Kinston have really obviously just been on a – to the moon dogecoin type trajectory um but that's that's really a good uh model and example for a lot of folks across the uh, country to look at because the the leadership of some of those guys out in enc like candy Kane and noonan and bono and, and um who else cousin it i'm mm-hmm. sure and uh ma bell and all those boys out there that are helping get that region off the ground sort of yeah. under their wing and they've just exploded with potential and they are pulling in fngs left and right and uh they got that one year coming up in august you know i went to the launch last year and um it was great and then they've got the one year coming up and so i think they're going to do do it up right if i yes, know sir. those eastern north carolina boys well enough yes, so I look sir. forward to hearing all about that as well so keep up the good work Mm-hmm. You know that to be true. Let's do a, car- mm-hmm. a pair of uh, back-to-backs. We got uh, two him doing him stuff reports coming to us from two of our favorites. I mean, there's a lot of guys that mm-hmm. fall into the favorite category, but I got back-to-back calls coming at you from these two guys. There's going to be a smile on your face. I'm not even going to tell you who they are. We're just going to let them take it away. Roll it. Kitty, 
the P-Tow. This is Cousin Eddie coming at you from the beautiful foothills of North Carolina. Wanted to uh, report on some him doing him stuff. I just left the uh, Angels, Ansley's Angels. There we go. Let's try that again. Ansley's Angels, Catawba Valley Rally, uh, where guys are doing 5Ks, 10Ks, 50Ks, and 100Ks to raise money. They So far, it uh, looks like they're, they're going to be in upwards of uh, raising 50000 bucks for Ansley's Angels, uh, which is just awesome. And it's the men in the uh, Conover area are doing it again. They're, they're, they started Friday night, and they are rolling until Sunday. And it's just impressive what those guys are doing, so I wanted to brag on them. T-claps to, uh, to the guys of uh, the station in Conover. Good job, guys. And, uh, of course, finally, just a reminder to you, uh, Kitty and Rapido, you got a uh, 308 days until uh, Mortimer. So go find some hills and go get them. I'm out. Later. Hello, COT Podcast. This is Naughty Goat calling from Lake Norman. And I have a report of some him doing him stuff. First, I'd like to give a little uh, recognition to the PAX of the Lake Norman Mighty Jungle AO, who uh, recently, uh, right after the workout, did some beautification efforts uh, at that AO. Uh, there were wheelbarrows going in every direction. It was like the Blue Angels of wheelbarrowing, <laughs> although I think there was actually a wheelbarrow accident that we had to overcome. But anyway, they did some good, solid work out there doing beautification of that AO. Spread a lot of mulch, uh, which is good, uh, good duty for guys like us. Also, a shout-out to uh, F3 Crossroads uh, out of Statesville and F3 Race City who are putting in hard work this week uh, doing some uh, modifications for a disabled veteran, uh, getting that uh, disabled veteran a porch and a deck uh, for his house. Uh, that work is ongoing this week, so shout-out to those guys. And while I got you on the horn, I'd uh, like to uh, make a suggestion for the uh, nation. We have Memorial Day coming up, so uh, during the CO at your workout, wherever you may be, might I suggest that instead of saying uh, your own name and age and nickname during the COT, instead you replace that uh, with maybe the name and age uh, of someone who gave the ultimate sacrifice for our country. And uh, you could do someone that's connected to you personally, or you could just find someone and uh, honor that that service member by just saying their name out loud so that other people can recognize that as a way to honor them. I think I'm going to honor my second cousin, Private First Class Abby Leeser, who uh, gave his life on July 3rd, 1969, uh, in his 20s. Uh, you know, made the ultimate sacrifice for us uh, over in Vietnam, trying to stop communism. And uh, for that, I'm grateful, and I'm going to recognize recognize Abby, and uh, hopefully you will do the same thing. So uh, with that, go out and have a great week, make some great stuff happen, and i got to go. Fantastic. Two call-ins in a row. Always good to hear uh, from Gnarly Goat two weeks mm-hmm. in a row after such a hiatus. And then anytime Cousin Eddie graces is with his presence mm-hmm. and updates, that's a great thing. And thank you, too, for um, Gnarly Goat for making that reminder about maybe saying somebody uh, else's name during the COT at, at Memorial Day. I know we've yep. talked about that here before, yep. and we've seen that in action. And when yep. that's something that you're you you hear and sort of recognize what's going on in there in the moment after you've probably done a Murph, uh, at minimum on uh, Memorial Day, 
uh, it helps it helps drive the point home even further. Yeah. So a little personalization there is always a good thing. Let me give you a tool that you can leverage if you're like, I don't know anybody that's been killed in combat or I don't even know where to start. Um, go to goldstarfamilyregistry.com. Goldstarfamilyregistry.com is a database of all fallen heroes who have given their life in defense of our nation, wearing our nation's uniform. Here are a couple ideas. Uh, you can search your hometown. Search your hometown. Find a few folks, maybe from your hometown, who have been killed in action. Search your birthday, just the actual day. Maybe you can find someone uh-huh. who, who gave their life on the day that you would celebrate uh, your birthday. I mean, there's lots of ways that thing is super scalable. You can put it in your state, your hometown. I mean, whatever you want to do, uh, it's an incredibly uh, strong, awesome project. So goldstarfamilyregistry.com if you want to go there and do a little bit of research and find a hero to uh, to offer up your workout on, on Memorial Day. Fantastic. Yeah. And you can get pretty granular on the searching, get, get creative and unique down to towns and counties and, and other places. It's, yeah. and it, it also sort of illuminates the, the, the magnitude and the, the size of the sacrifices when yep. you start to see how many names are within that database. Yep. Appreciate gnarly go for that update and checking in on that. We've got one more T clap to give out and it's a him doing him stuff. And it's, a couple of Haidas in the mix. In fact, one of them just dialed in and he joins us now on the live COT hotline. It's none other than Ralph J. Jodis Jr. Jr. Atari, also known as West Tari. Some people are calling him West Tari. I don't, I don't know, but some are. What's up, bro? I think I might have to veto that. It's not a thing. Not <laughs> a thing. Not a thing. Say that, fellas. What's up, man? If Atari not says it's thing. not a thing, then it's definitely not a thing because he knows a thing or two about things. He's a guy who knows things. He's a thing guy. I know a thing or two about knowing a thing or two. What you say that, <laughs> fellas? How you guys doing today? We're doing great, man. We're cruising through this uh, podcast record here and grateful that you're able to dial in and join us for a few minutes. We've been talking about a bunch of cool stuff happening in around the F3 Nation, as we're apt to do. One of those that we haven't even talked about yet, and we were waiting for you, which is awesome that you're here. Was this seesaw that you boys in Seattle just pulled off this weekend? You called it the Seattle Seesop Slog, S E A S A U P, if I'm not mistaken, and then Slog S L O G. And you called me, not even in the middle of it, you were a couple hours from being finished. And you said, We're at 20 miles and we're still two hours behind schedule. So, what the heck were you guys doing? <laughs> I called you in a moment of uh, transcendence. <laughs> 10 hours in, 20 miles deep, finish line, not in sight. <laughs> it was, there was, there was great, a lot happening. You guys, it was great. It was a lot happening. It was a lot happening, Rapido. It was great. Here's what we did. All right. Uh, good old F3 Seattle stood ourselves up back in March as, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as our um, independent region, as a spinoff from F3 Puget Sound after five years of F3 Puget Sound, uh, giving it away. F3 Seattle stands up in March. Uh, first order of business was CSOP. We need a CSOP to establish what is a Seattle event. First time that we've had one. So a high impact man named Squid grabbed it and ran with it. You guys, I haven't seen a guy grab it and run with it like what our boy Squid did here. Uh, Planned it to the nines. Such perfection and execution of planning. So what it was, was uh, we were going to slog, we were going to ruck to and from every AO in F3 Seattle. We were going to start with our southernmost point, and we were going to ruck to our northernmost point. 
Um, since we planned this, we did add new AOs and we had to omit them because that would have been ridiculous because a 20 mile route wasn't enough. So we started in Seattle's West Seattle neighborhood, um, way out at the beach. We had uh, 24 hymns show up with the rucks on with everything they needed. Um, and we started, we started going 11 p.m. 24 guys step off 11 p.m. Start time. And we started this uh, Statue of Liberty that's out there at uh, West Seattle's Alki Beach. Great starting spot. Uh, and we start rucking uh, to mm -hmm. hit all our AOs. We hit our first AO and it's great because not only are we going to ruck 18 point something miles, we're going to do a wad at every AO. First AO, ultimate football. <laughs> it's midnight. 24 out there, 12 <laughs> on 12 for a little ultimate football. Uh, beautiful way to start. Uh, Sprocket dominated that, that one. Then we, uh, we move on with our ruck. We ruck across the West Seattle Bridge, which was an experience in and of itself. Mm -hmm. We ruck about 90 minutes up into um, Seattle's infamous Space Needle, where we go into the second wad put on by Gerber. Uh, this was Gerber's Tire Emporium. He's got 30 car tires out there <laughs> that, the, that the boys are doing something with. So there's another, uh, there's another wad there with tires. Then we kind of do a fast ruck. We run on over to Seattle's infamous Mohai Museum of History and Agriculture. We're in downtown Seattle still. Uh, your boy Roma, uh, number 15th finisher in the nation for Iron Packs 2020. He puts down the beat down out there. Uh, we load back up and then we rock a distance to um, what we call counterbalance, which is our, our Seattle rucking AO, which is put on by your boy toes. So now we've rucked, I don't know how many, how many miles or how many hours we're in. We're in probably six, seven hours. And now we hit a, a steep incline that pulls out. Okay. So we've been rucking with maybe a cinder block plus your 20 pounds the whole time. Now toes pulls out. 100-pound log over there. Uh, noon chucks that way, 60 pounds, connected to 60 pounds over there. Bunch more cinder blocks and sandbags and coops. A couple freaking uh, wood chucks tied together with uh, ropes and chains. chains Just yeah. terrible. Yeah. Haul them up to the top of Queen Anne. This is miles of uphill rucking. Uh, made zero friends. And then he, uh, Q made the call to carry him back down and then lost friends, lost friends. Carry him back down. We do that. We do that rock. It was brutal. That was brutal. Um, now the sun's coming up. All right. So now it's five in the morning and it's sunny out and we rock on over to, uh, Seattle's Gasworks park where we meet up with the packs who starting their typical 7am workout on a Saturday after jerks. we've been going for eight Such hours. Jerks. When <laughs> Gary puts on a, a hill beat down, we go up and down a hill a few times. Toss back on our ruck packs, um, grab more coupons. And now we do a long hour and a half, another 90 minute ruck out to Seattle's Ballard neighborhood. Uh, so now it's 8 a.m. We're passing people who are out for their morning jogs, uh, rucking along the train tracks. We get out to Seattle's who Ballard. Are these guys, what are they doing? <laughs> and this is where I called you, my brother, yeah. and chatted with you. Uh, so we're about 10 hours in, not quite at the end. We stop uh, for our second to last stop out in Ballard at Loyal Heights, where yours truly puts down a uh, five-minute wad because we're running so far over on time. Um, 
then we ruck it out for the last 20 minutes to our final destination where guys are, you know, we're 10 and a half hours in, we've carried a few hundred pounds of stuff. And uh, the final destination is cued by the man who cued the entire event. Squid breaks it down. You guys know those like uh, army crawl wire contraptions that you got to go underneath? Uh-huh. Keep that butt down. Yeah. yeah, he's got those on the beach for about, I don't know, 25, 30 yards that go right into the water, right into Puget Sound. <laughs> so we're crawling under those with our coops right into the water with the ruck on circle around, come out of the water, come back up another 25, 30 yards, rifle carrier coop, go on over there, back into the water and do a couple thrusters, rifle carrier coop, back into the water over there, do a couple man makers, rifle carrier coop on, back over there into the water and do some flutters. Um, that was hard. And then he called <laughs> to do it three times. Yes. I love that there's a water element at the end of this massive of this nonsense. Yeah. So uh, we finish at about 11 hours and six minutes. Final mileage is somewhere between 22 and 24 miles. Um, 24 starters, 20 finishers, sign of a good, yeah. good event. Um, and of course, uh, by the time we finished, some boys were there with some Coors Light, some Rainier beers. And then the guys got the grill going just with some good old fashioned uh, scramby egg tacos. Yeah. Um, an amazing event, amazing seesaw. It, it was F3 Seattle defining what we are going to be as a standalone region and what is the standard for an event put on by F3 Seattle. It was the suck for 11 hours and six minutes. Yeah. It sounds like it was really proud of the work that was put on. Your boy dominated this. The other cadres brought it and the packs who showed up nonstop. I mean, nonstop impact from start to finish, picking it up, picking each other up. Um, really saw some guys develop and bond. It was it was something else, you guys. You guys dang near put on your own grow ruck up there. It felt that pretty sounds like these boys close. need one in 2022. I mean, I have my own selfish reasons why I want them to have one. <laughs> I'm trying to make the trip out for that one. But uh, that's incredible, man, to put that kind of effort into. And there's something really neat in there about, you know, kind of kind of setting the standard. This is we're, we're gonna come out the gate here in the first three months and we're going to do something really ridiculously hard uh and kind of you know put the marker down this is what we are about uh but we're also about staying together we're also about supporting each other right you had a ton of guys i mean 98 95 percent of your guys finished right one of the guys you said was an older guy that you know was out there busting his tail so i mean that's amazing put it down uh put the marker down got yourself under some weight for a serious amount of time just think man uh, a, a, a grow rucks only another three Three, four hours. That's yeah. no, I mean, you know, you did this thing. Not, not, not impossible. Not impossible. Nope. Well, it was, it was great. Like the, the men showed up, they showed up hard. We had a support crew of five who ran the whole time with us. Yep. Support crew with a trailer, bringing all that weight around, tons of water and food. They would show up for us at every checkpoint. I mean, these guys are heroes, right? They, they yep. sacrificed their whole night and morning just to drive around and basically throw tomatoes at us while we were doing That's our right. training um so you know these things don't get put on without proper planning without a proper support crew so it was, yeah. it was a great um it was a great first time out there and like while we were going i was thinking about something i heard a, a pretty high impact man say um that you do as a leader um or as a leadership organization and it is provide direction enforce standards 
make difficult decisions. Right. And I heard that from General Ralph Jodis Sr., uh, my old man and yours, uh, <laughs> the principles of leadership. And I was thinking about that while we built the thing. I was thinking about that while we were doing the thing. And when we pivoted on the fly while we were executing the thing. Um, so really proud of what the boys of F3 Seattle did. And, you know, now we got some learnings for when we do the second annual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of the things I like so much about these kind of recaps and these kind of stories is you put a plan together, you put a team together and you started figuring out how you're going to do this thing and you get in the middle of it and you're getting through it and you're like good lord how far off the mark are we on the time hacks about what we thought it was going to take to go from you know ao to ao and, and all the points in between and actual time spent at the ao but you're getting mentally exhausted to the capacity of where you are physically exhausted and yet you keep working as a unit. You keep pushing forward together. You keep picking up that extra sandbag or that other coupon. You pull that dude up by that up the hill by his belt buckle if you have to. Um, and you keep pushing forward. And all of a sudden, your body is doing things that your mind is telling you that your body can no longer do, except your body is fully capable and it's your mind where you're pushing through these things. And there is so much growth there uh, for you on an individual level. And now what you've done to invigorate this new region mm -hmm. and launch you guys in a way that could probably not be duplicated with any other type of event or, or, you know, challenge or what have you. So this kind of stuff really fires up your boy here. So this is awesome. That's great. Glad to hear it. Well, it, uh, it fired up the boys of F3 Seattle you know, again, we couldn't have done it without just expert leadership from our boy Squid, from a support crew along the way. And uh, I believe we have set the standard for what an F3 Seattle CSOP is. And then what's really exciting is next month coming up here in June, our brethren over here on uh, F3 Puget Sound are doing a CSOP, a Lost in the Woods orienteering CSOP, which is going to be great. So we're going to flip it right around. We're going to go get lost in the woods and go, uh, go get found with the rest of the broader region, which is going to be real exciting. That's awesome. Great work, man. Cool. Proud of you. We love you. Thanks for coming on and sharing with the nation. Be well, guys. All right, Tarzan. See you, buddy. Again, you're gone off on a different path than mine. That's a little Kristoff lost in the woods for all you Frozen 2 fans out there. I know how you roll. Oh, Bro, that's a great song. Don't it's act like such that's a, a good song. song. It's such a good such song. A good Here's song. what they did on Frozen 2. They're like, Brian Jodis is going to come see this movie at some point. We're going to make this song for him and everybody else just like him because it's a perfect hit. Uh, awesome update. I'm the, Nantan, the, woods. the Nantan of F3 okay. Seattle. My boy, Atari. Great work so there good. as well. As they're up so there. good. I such a good event you know, such a good terrible. recap and i was kind of like man i wish i would have been there so it makes me rethink like just here locally how what should we can, be doing what, our seesaws yeah, a little yeah. bit different get harder mm -hmm. okay yeah enough we do these seesaws they're hard but come on man they could be way harder yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah all right let's they talk sure as heck ain't launching at no 2300 hours no, they stepped off that. at 11p <laughs> That's 2 a.m. our time. <laughs> that sets apart, sets some people apart. I'll put it that yes, way. Yes, it does. All right, we got to get the Bones. We got to get a quote from you. We got to get the heck out of here. So here's Bones talking about blood sugar. Hello, COT Podcast. It's another great day for wellness. This is Bones with a health tip for the packs of F3 Nation. 
When it comes to evaluating your health, doctors would use a variety of markers to determine how well you are doing. Cholesterol levels, blood count, and hormones can all be utilized to see if you are accelerating or in need of change. And when it comes to just how healthy you actually are, one very powerful indicator is how well you are handling sugar. High sugar levels can lead to many destructive processes in the body that can result in headaches, excessive thirst, kidney damage, vision issues, neuropathy, and heart attack or stroke. So utilizing strategies to maintain proper sugar levels should be a goal of every PAX. To balance your blood sugar level, there are three important strategies that one should implement. The first is to avoid added sugar to your diet. I know that this seems obvious, but believe it or not, the average American consumes 3 pounds of sugar per week and 152 pounds per year. Compare that to 100 years ago when it was only 2 pounds per year. Sugar is hidden in everything, and most people don't even realize it. Sodas, candy, and ice cream are obvious, but sugar also can be found in lunch meat, salad dressing, and ketchup. One popular health food that is loaded with sugar is yogurt. Reading labels is key when it comes to identifying sugar in food products. Although it can be labeled many things, one helpful tip is that if it ends in O-S-E, it is a form of sugar. The second strategy is to limit your consumption of carbohydrates, especially refined carbohydrates. Rice, pasta, bread, and potatoes all have amylose, a polysaccharide that is found in starch. When you eat these foods, an enzyme in your saliva called amylase breaks amylose down very quickly, raising the sugar level in your blood. In addition, refined carbohydrates are typically void of nutrients, causing you to overeat and pack on the calories. The third strategy, and one that is often overlooked, is to limit the amount of time that you eat. Our bodies weren't designed to consistently graze all day long. In fact, ancestrally, we hunted and gathered our food and ate when it was available. Intermittent fasting is one of the most profound strategies when it comes to reducing blood sugar levels. When we eat food, your pancreas is required to release a hormone called insulin. The more sugar in the food, the more insulin that is released. Over time, this becomes a huge problem, leading to insulin resistance and eventually blood sugar issues, including diabetes. By limiting the amount of time that you actively put food into your body, you decrease the amount of insulin that is released and over time decrease the amount of sugar in your body. There are several strategies when it comes to intermittent fasting, but one of the most prevalent is the 16-8 strategy. This is where you would consume food 8 hours of the day and fast for the remaining 16. For example, finishing your food intake by 8 p.m. and not eating again until 12 noon the following day. So Pax, maximize your health by decreasing the amount of sugar in your blood. Avoid added sugar, decrease refined carbohydrates, and give intermittent fasting a try. Kitty and Rapido, I heard you boys are experts when it comes to intermittent fasting. Keep up the good work, men. This has been Bones guiding the packs of F3 Nation on their hunt for wellness. Gotta go. I mean, loose loose term around the word expert. I'm expert on a day when I do it or a week when I do it. That's exactly right. Dude, but it way, is it is guys, absolutely guys, way effective. too much sugar. That's way too much sugar. 150 pounds of sugar a year. Knock it off. That's okay. insane. But it's in everything, like he's saying. I know. I mean, well, knock, really, it off. knock it off. We, I was having the conversation the other day about uh, milk and my kids. 
Oh yeah. And how much sugar is in milk? Why? Knock it off. I don't know. Knock it off. Um, Let's knock it off. That's enough of that. But if you really get into that label, you'll, you'll really sort of start to open up. And that's why, you know, there's so many apps out there you can use to help track it. um, If you can get motivated and you will see results, you post daily, take that red pill, keep that queen in check. Yep. Quitting like a jerk. That's what I like. You will notice, you will, you will notice, you will notice. And then those around you will notice. Hey, I got a quote for you. I'm going to read it. Okay. Hit me. Really? Because my dad sent it to me today when Red Baron asked me to do something, I do it. Uh, and I don't know. You might have read. The, you might have read this recently. This is an Aristotle quote. I'm not even and, his. I'm not even his offspring. No, I, would, it's I, just I do what policy. he tells me. It's a good policy. <laughs> educating the mind without educating the heart is no education at all. He said this perfect F three quote. You know why? Head knowledge becomes heart knowledge. Educating the mind without educating the heart is no education at all. Aristotle, you're welcome. I like it. Okay, what you got for us? Do you want to just end on that one and I'll save for next week? No, man. I, oh, because now I'm, I'm I'm ready for what my man's got for me. All right. Um, this one I saw this week uh, pop up in our Slack and I liked it. And I'm going to give you a little backstory after I read it. Okay. I failed many times in my life and career. And because of this, I've learned a lot. Instead of feeling defeated countless times, I've used it as fuel to drive me to work harder. So today... Join me in accepting our failures. Let's use them to motivate us to work even harder. Michael Gary Scott. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, is it a military personnel? No. An athlete? Yes. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not the famous MJ quote. I've missed more shots than I took. Right. So no, it's not that one. Hmm. 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 What, what can you give me an era in the sport <laughs> and his name? <laughs> so the era is that was a quote from uh, today is May 25th. That was a quote from May 11th. Oh, so two, two weeks ago. Okay. And that was Phil Mickelson. I, if you said golf, I was going to guess him. <laughs> Who just won the PGA at 50 just years old to become PGA. the oldest, the oldest person to win uh, a major hitting bombs too. Oh, 366 bombs. off the 60. His interview the after the round. round where they said, you got to hit a 360, you got to hit bombs. And I went out there and I hit bombs. I like, man loves hitting bombs, man, that's but it's, it's like pretty that. cool to like quote put, a lot. he put that quote out a week and a half uh, before going into the PGA mm. and then won the dang thing over history. the weekend. Made history. And in the process, on a near impossible golf course, I might add. I mean, good. Yes. And in the process, likely accelerated Tiger's recovery by a good year and a half. <laughs> Tiger's out there on the on the on the driving range in his backyard. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> Swinging off of one foot. I like that quote, and I like the story behind it, man. It works out well. Yeah. All right, brother. Do me a favor. Have a great rest of your day. I'll you do the same. Tomorrow. And I'll see you in the morning. More than likely. More than likely. Uh, F3 Nation. Guys, if another man hasn't told you this day, we love you. The nation loves you. Please go out there and get after it. And you know what? I know they're driving in the car right now, headed for the long weekend at the beach, listening. So, Mom, Dad, you know it too, but this one's for you. Mom, I love you. We'll see you in a couple days. Guys, we got to go. And I'm realizing I don't have the outro to the show sitting here. What? We'll catch you later, guys. See you. Bye. 
This has been the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter at F3 Nation and follow our show at F3 COT Podcast. I'm Brian Jodis, 39. Hello, Kitty. And I'm Jamie Roseborough, 37. Rapido. And this has been the COT Podcast.